It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial uh, system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash NTA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Jay Ferg's traveling today, so we went to the bullpen. Charlie surprise, Five, surprise. Auburn message board legend, double dipping. People keep saying they want more Charlie Five, so we're just giving the people what they want. You got all you can handle right now. Let's go. Happy Friday. Let's do this thing. So the thing that stood out to me most about signing day for the Auburn Tigers, Charlie Five, and I touched on this at the end of yesterday's show because – I didn't want to lead with it because I knew folks wanted to hear our thoughts on the prospects and, and the and the new guys. So, but I want to I want to make sure that this message gets across because I think it's really really important to notice these little things that Brian yes. Harson has changed about the the football program as a whole, and of course the outward messaging that we're doing because none of it is on accident. But the no, attention to detail that they've done. And how they've crafted the message of signing with Auburn will get you to the NFL, I think is extremely interesting. I, I don't think Auburn hung its hat on Derek Brown's success enough. I, I really don't. And you're seeing some of these other guys that are playing in the league that, um, that, that Auburn is starting to use more in these promotional videos leading up to signing day. And then sure. obviously... We all saw the videos where Brian Harson went up to the podium. They played the NFL draft music, and you had the the commits, the signees saying, "Man, this is awesome! This is really, oh, yeah. really cool!" And just the music and everything, all of it, and just associating signing Auburn with the NFL draft, I think is going to go a long, long way. I'm going to say something that's probably going to be a little bit controversial. Do it. You ready for it? Family only gets you so far. Preaching family only gets you so far. And there's got to be – I, I hate to say that, and I know that's probably going to make some people angry. It's good. It's a good part about Auburn. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I love it. But the family only takes you so far. You've got to start producing. you got to start talking to these kids about their future. Uh, you got to get them fired up. They're thinking about one thing, money, NFL, got to get there. And – the messaging, having Brian Harson dressed to the nines, looking like the the commissioner, the commissioner, uh, and you Which go out. To I'm the, sorry, he is way more handsome than Roger Goodell. Thousand times more. It's handsome. not even close. Like infinitely, infinitely more handsome than Roger Goodell. But you got to do things like that to to build uh, build excitement and build the idea that I'm not going to uh, a country club hangout. I'm going for business. I'm going to go. You know, I can get to the NFL from Auburn just as easy as I can anywhere else if I'm willing to work hard and, and put the effort in. And I loved that. Uh, I loved that messaging. But e- that even messaging. the attention to detail, Charlie Five, of 
So, and later in the day, he had Schmetting's kid go up there and announce the name, much like yes. they do later in the draft. Yes. They get the yes. fans that have won contests and, you know, cool stories to come up and do very it similar. Like draft. It, it felt, felt like, like the, draft. the draft. It was the coolest thing. And none of that's done on accident. Um, I this do. is, Hey, this is something, this is something, a little tidbit that you got to understand too. Yeah. This was pre-produced. So they had, so in other words, all these guys, it was clearly strategically planned the way it was done. Yeah. Uh, this is, in other words, they knew all the guys when they signed, uh, and when they were uh, the new guys that were committing on signing day, they knew ahead of time. Like right. they already knew that they were they were getting them. So it wasn't any wait and see. A lot of things, a lot of things were were locked up, and it was maximum exposure to me is what it was trying to achieve. And I think I think they pulled it off. I think it was really really well done. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I I just I expect to see Auburn use more dudes that have made the league in the last six years that we don't talk about enough. Like, it's the weirdest thing to me, like, how little we use D Ford. Like, that is odd to me. Like, a, a first-round pick, one of the better pass rushers in the league when you know when he was at his prime a few seasons ago. Like, I don't understand. Like, Derek Brown, I, I just don't think we use his, you know, enough. his success enough, especially when we've seen how dominant, you know, a defense could be if you have good defensive line. Marlon got a pick six on he Tom Brady touchdown. a few weeks ago. And like, Did we talk about it? I don't think we really even talked about that. <laughs> and so th- those are things that I think you're going to see the messaging change and Auburn's going to grab those things moving forward. The two starting corners for the Bucks are – Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis, like the Super Bowl champion Bucks, right? That is huge. They yeah. just won Super Bowls, and they they were booking corners like that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, everybody talks about you know business decisions and, right. and all this kind of stuff. Uh, you can get to the NFL just as good at, at Auburn as you can anywhere else. If you there is play. no magic yep. formula. There is no magic formula anywhere else. Um. I, I wanted to get into a I, I started to get into a bait with a buddy a, a buddy of mine. He talked about how Alabama puts more guys in, in into the NFL. And my argument always to that is that they they recruit more guys that have a higher probability of being drafted. So by default, it looks like we're producing NFL talent, but in fact, we just are recruiting guys that would have been drafted anyway. Wait, yeah, you know, more, right, right. more of those guys. They're winning the recruiting battles and getting more of the four and five stars. But like, if exactly. Roger if Roger McCreary goes to Alabama, he is not a first round pick. I, I don't I don't think why. he gets on the field enough. Mm, I don't know. I, he's that, but I, I maybe maybe the marketing. Maybe the marketing was better coming to Auburn, um, but I think he's. I think he could have started for Alabama this year. I think he would have been their probably their top corner this year. A- anywhere in the obviously he was he was all American. So really anywhere maybe I, that that I, I I see your point. I see your point. He got on the field earlier. I just think his path had, is different in this scenario. He, he, got, he did get on the field earlier and had more of an opportunity to to get. I think it's more impressive to me for a three star or a two star. I guess he was like even a two star to come into a program and develop and become a first round pick than it is, you know, a top 25 plus 25 is already predict already supposed to do that anyway. Right. So. And, and then Auburn signs all of these defensive backs over the course of the week. And it's like, 
Yeah. Yeah. They're looking at Roger. Uh, I think that's a big part of it. So huge. It's yeah. Definitely huge. No, I, I'm glad. I'm glad other people noticed that because that really, really stood out to me. And I thought that was really, uh, really, really important. So, hey, this is it. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on outdated technology and spreadsheets and you know just old finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power the growth of your business. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash NCAA. That is netsuite.com slash NCAA. Also, hey, betonline.ag, proud partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And BetOnline has you covered throughout the bowl season and throughout the NFL season. And, and, and NBA is going on right now. It's the one-stop shop for all of your betting needs. And BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the sports action this season and postseason. Head to their new website, betonline.ag, on your uh, your desktop, your computer, your, uh, your, your smartphone, and check out their new design website. And they're offering a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive that bonus. BetOnline, where the game starts. Charlie Five, some news happened Thursday. Broderius Ham announces via his Instagram page that he is going to the NFL draft. So he will not be an Auburn Tiger next season. First off, props to Broham. He's fought a lot of adversity. Good for him. Yes. Wish him nothing but the best. Auburn's offensive line situation is really, really bad. It's not sure. a good. It's not in a good spot at all. We were looking at it beforehand. Auburn's going to have between nine or ten scholarship guys. It looks like, and mm-hmm. they're going to have to add dudes in the portal. Um, yes. You know, there, there was a conversation going on at the Auburn Live message board, the on three message board at the corner, and it's like most dudes have fifteen to sixteen. Most teams have fifteen to sixteen scholarship offensive linemen. And you look throughout this roster, and it's like, how many of these are starting SEC caliber offensive linemen? Three? Like, maybe? And so, like, this is not good. And they're all interior, it seems like. Right. The better ones seem like they're all interior. Yeah, I think Auburn's guard situation has been fine. Um, Sure. And I think, you know, I don't think we know about Nick Brahms yet. My guess is he'll leave, but he could come back, is my understanding. So, right. um, I don't know. I just, this is not a good spot for the Tigers to be in. Look, I right. see a path to improvement at every position group with the exception of offensive line. I can talk myself yes. into the receivers being better, the running backs being better, quarterback play being more consistent, and then defense I think will be fine once they fill in some gaps there. But I can talk myself into every position being good enough to compete in 2022, but the offensive line is an issue. And I, I don't see a clear-cut answer on how to fix it. Yeah, I mean, in cl- the only answer that's even remotely possible is through the portal, and that's what you're going to have to rely on. That's yep. that's the that's literally the only the only answer, and that's uh, you're probably going to have to get at least two to three. I do think we'll end up with probably at least three high school offensive linemen, at least three, I would think, possibly four. Um, so currently we have one, but none right? of them currently Harris. have one, yep. and and he may be the only one that's got the ability 
maybe one more Jalen Farmer that I think we're targeting may have the ability to play tackle. That is a great uh, offensive lineman name. Jalen Farmer? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so you got... When is he signing, least, Charlie Five? Is he signing February. later? He's waiting until February. He's a, he's, a, he's a late. The next three... Uh, well, you already got Harris. It, I think you're looking at you know Jalen Farmer, Inez Cooper. Those probably be your late signees. Okay. If, uh, they'll probably you know that that's really all that's left. The one the one big one, Julian. I guess you say his name like Arlima or Arliema or something like that. He was gonna push off. We were gonna go hard at him. He's like a five star. He signed. He ended right? up he ended up signing today. I think or or late last night. He changed his mind and he ended yeah. up signing last night. So. Yeah, so offensive line is obviously um, a concern, and you wonder how it's not easy to sell um, sell playing time. But I'll say this: the portal is 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 I think is not necessarily a poor option to fill a hole um, quickly. Now, I think it's I think actually we can find some players. Uh, there's some good players going in, or they may not necessarily even be in yet. Um, you know. You look at guys like uh, you got two guys from Oregon, you know, that were possibly targeted uh, that we identified that we may have wanted uh, before, you know, everything was uh, necessarily. Right. I don't think conversation or anything like that can happen, but there may be guys that we got our eyes on that we may, we have heard or, or think they may go into the portal or heard chatter from players or things like that. So there's a ton of options. There's going to be a ton of options. The, and well, one of the Oregon total, guys is from Alabama. He's just coming back closer to both of them. Both of the corner is too. Yeah. The so the corners from Spanish Fort and the defensive tackles from Calera. So yeah. So I mean, they probably uh, know guys that that they played with. They're on Auburn's exactly. roster. I mean, that's yeah. That's these guys talk. There. They talk yeah. to coaches. Hey, so and so guy went to high school. He's over it. I mean, that's how we got Marcus Harris. Right. You know, from Kansas. He's from Car. He was from Montgomery. That worked so, out pretty good. Yeah. There's there's going to be options there, and I think. You really can only go – you can't get – I don't feel like you can get worse on the offensive line by adding portal guys. You just got to get after them. Well, maybe. Uh, I mean, the offensive yeah. line was better last year than it was two seasons ago. Them bringing sure. back these guys, they did get better. And I think the offense of – you know, the, the scheme, I think, helped them some too just because it wasn't super obvious what they were running at times. So Yeah, yeah. Um, keep them guessing. Keep them guessing a little bit. Yeah. Sure. But I think with what Harson wants to do – with this offensive coordinator change, I would assume they're going to run it more. And I don't know, I don't know how that's happening. Like, thank goodness Tank's coming back. Because, right. you know, when, pe- when people were saying like, oh, we'll be fine without Tank, it's like, no, I don't think you understand how much he did, you know, helping yeah. that offensive line. You know, that's not a, spe- that's a special back that was able to, to kind of make the plays that he did behind that offensive line. He but, did. He did. He's definitely important for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, there's no doubt. But, but yeah, you got. I, I, you I'm concerned. Be able to, yeah. I'm concerned about the offensive line, and oh, I just yeah. I, it's got to be. You got to be right. And I think you have to hope at this point that you're going to get a next wave of transfer guys. You will after, after spring. Bowl season. Or, yeah. Well, oh, I think you're going to get some. After, you'll have some after the you know bowl season and whatnot. What, what do you think that looks like? Why? Why are people going to transfer after the bowl season? They just want to try to get another just few get weeks of se- practice. Get the season over. Get the season over with. Um, you know, try not to leave in the middle. There's going to be a. There, I feel like after bowl season, there's going to be a rush of guys uh, to try to get in before the February signing period. Mm-hmm. 
um, so they can start the semester now. And then you're going to have your late guys. You're going to have your late guys that maybe after spring ball that that report in June. I, I think it's pretty important that all, uh, Auburn lands some guys uh, that can come in and go through spring. I think that's it's important. You know, with a new offense be, and all. I that. would be I would be shocked if if we don't have any um, portal guys uh added to this roster before school starts that would be that would be shocking and concerning i would think if that if that's not the case yeah and i i i kind of think we're going to sign one and then two hours later we'll sign another one and like i think it's going to come in a batch yeah i'm with you i'm with you i can see that happen i can see that happen yeah who do you think of all the guys that were signed this week um any potential starters you think in 2022 or are, are these all future? Guys? Oh yeah. Um, I think that, uh, I think bu- all three of the, ju- or I'm sorry, I can't say three yet. Uh, no. at least two of the, uh, two of the Juco guys have a very good chance of starting, uh, Keontae Scott. Um, I've heard some things about how bad Tennessee ended up wanting him and tried to get him at the end that, uh, that's a shame that it's a, a shame that it's, the, a sh- what, it's a shame they missed out on him. Yeah, they tried really hard. Like they, they were, they were want, they wanted this kid bad, right? And that we were able to kind of salvage it and save him. Um, he's definitely a player. And then uh, you have Gilbert as well, who, you know, will Smoke come back? Will he not? Kobe kind of Kobe Hudson had an Instagram live, and he kind of hinted that Smoke may come back. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but and then uh, one of the pre-produced pieces on social that we were talking about, Derek Mason talked about. Um, him filling in for smoke. And so it's like, did he just tell smoke's not coming back? So I, I don't, yeah, you don't know. I'm assuming smoke that, is not coming back until I'm told something else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as far as the other guys, uh, um, uh, maybe somebody like, uh, Woodyard, maybe, maybe yep. a just because there's going to be so many linebacker time. spots open. Yeah. There's, there's definitely some availability there. Um, I think everybody else is just going, you know, I think especially on defense, I feel like the starters were kind of sort of set. Like I think the starters are probably pretty pretty solid. Mm-hmm. It's that second team, third team that right, you know, we don't really know or they're we're not very deep. And I think we got a bunch of guys that fill those fill those voids. I just don't know how many potential just starters. And that that's not necessarily a bad thing because I think we're you know, we're we're pretty talented on defense. And the offensive class was just really small. Um, I think you could see a guy like um, Amari Kelly, if he can handle – I could see him being sort of like a deep threat. Um, okay. Jay Fair kind of fits the same role. As so, John I Tavis. think Jay Fair is very interesting. Three-star, yeah. not very flashy as far as you, you look at the recruiting rankings, but you watch but, that dude – Stats were amazing too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy averaged like twenty yards a catch or something crazy like that. So, yeah. uh, I wonder how he fits in. But also, it seems like there's plenty of dudes like that on this roster already. Like Malcolm Johnson Jr. Like, is he better than Malcolm Johnson Jr. is right now? I mean, that guy was known for speed, and he was a class ahead. So, I mean, he's really young still. So, what does that look like? And then, you know, our our fall crush everyone's was um, Tarvarish Dawson. So it's like, is, is he going to pass? Is, is a guy like Jay Fair going to come in and pass some of these dudes on the on the depth chart? Like, probably not, right? Right, right. Yeah, probably not. You're probably right. 
You're probably right. And, I mean, and hopefully I'm, just, I'm wrong. Hopefully they come in and they're incredible and, you know, Harson and the staff look and they said, we, we have to play you. I mean, that's, that's the goal, but I just don't see, I don't see that happening. I thought Clemens yep. would be the only dude that could really come in and do that. And then, you know, whatever happened with that happened, but yeah. 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 That was the, that was one guy, difference maker that I thought could have played right off the bat. Right. But, you know, we st- we're, I think wide receiver in the portal is going to be something we're looking at too. I think that's going to be uh, something we're going to go after pretty hard. And there's some pretty good guys. You got, um, I mean, you got Jaden Gibson, I think, who was uh, the, or uh, is it, I'm sorry, Jacob Copeland, Jacob Copeland uh, from Florida that we're, I mm-hmm. think we're looking at pretty hard. He was the Florida's leading receiver last year. So there's guys out there. I just there's don't think, um, unless, Unless folks in the transfer portal are communicating with each other, I don't think a receiver is going to come in until Auburn gets a quarterback. Gets yeah. a quarterback. Yep. You buying the Slovis stuff? I think so. I, am I, too. I would be I, at this point in time. I would be shocked if he's not. Really? I, I would actually be shocked and sort of scared. I guess if he's not, <laughs> if he's not the guy. I think. Do you think if you're a transfer portal offensive lineman, you're concerned or not a uh, transfer portal quarterback? Are you concerned about the, the offensive line situation? Uh, it's, it would be hard not to be. Yeah. Um, unless you knew of how you, you already knew sort of the plan. And I think you already knew the plan of how they're going to fix it, how they're going to remedy it. Uh, that would be, you know, that would be kind of how. Right. That would be the only way you could really feel more comfortable about it because it's got it would have to be concerning. It's a Charlie Tuesday on a Friday. Business owner and high income professionals, listen up. Have you ever considered that by funding a 401k or an IRA, you're potentially creating a massive tax burden when you retire? Contrary to what you're told by traditional advisors and accountants, a 401k or an IRA does not save on taxes, it just postpones tax and tax calculation. Do your future self a favor and your retired self a favor and talk to Ethan Dahl, the owner of Innovative Financial Solutions. He has clients all throughout the country that have benefited and are currently benefiting from his style of financial planning. So you can contact Ethan at 251-243-6036 or email him, ethan at ethandahl.com. Ethan Dahl, your alternative to traditional financial planning. Today's show also brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. I've gotten a few messages from folks saying that they have ordered Built Bar, uh, Built Bars for uh, for Christmas gifts, and I absolutely love that. And so you can go to Built.com, you can see all the different flavors they have, and you can check out the macro breakdown of how much protein's in these things, and uh, very low in calories, very low in sugar. But yeah, take my word for it, they are delicious. I had a box of the caramel frappuccinos come in and I had one yesterday for breakfast. It was delicious. It was very, very good. So be sure to check that out. Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. That's at Built.com. Charlie Five, a few minutes left, uh, you know, in in this one. Coach Pink of uh, Auburn Live put out a, a list of the top available players still after the, the flurry of commitments this past week. Um, yeah. You want to go through some of those and kind of say, sure. hey, Auburn's got a chance with this guy? Yeah, I think we can go through all 10 real, really quick. Cool. So number one was uh, Jeffrey Emba. Uh, he is a 6'6", 305-pound monster child uh, from France. Uh, Juco defensive Bronze. lineman. The number one 
JUCO offense or a JUCO player in per- just period. The number one JUCO player in the country. He is an absolute brick house, mm. um, just monster. Uh, he's the one whose uh, Twitter handles Thanos, but so he cool. signed with a school, a school mm-hmm. on Wednesday. He will announce it on uh, Sunday, the 19th. Um, this seems to be so, a terribly kept secret, but terribly kept secret. Feel whatever. like he's feel. I think we should feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Um, I think he's he will be an Auburn Tiger, and he could be. Uh, I've heard that uh, Derek Eason thinks this guy could be um, Derek Mason. Derek, no, I'm sorry. Is it Eason? Eason is the oh, coach. Eason got coach. it. Yeah. Yeah, he thinks that this guy is a first round. Could be a first round pick. I so, love that. Be excited about him. Probably going to be a Tiger. Um, number two, Trey Citizen. He is a – he's also, uh, you know, one of the top running backs in the country. Mm-hmm. We he we got him, I feel like, to decommit uh, from – I don't feel like. We definitely uh, – Trevon and all those dudes worked on him hard, got him to decommit from LSU, which Ooh. is very, very big. Yes. Been, he's a Louisiana running back, committed to LSU for a long time. We got him to decommit. Um, so we're going to go hard after him. A good thing. This is a really good thing. So we sent all coaches in there already. Um, to visit him, so you don't really have many in-home visits left. We have a new offensive coordinator now, so boom, you got another chance to go in home with him. Uh, and uh, when the when the dead period's over, I like our chances there. That will be a big one. Uh, we really want him bad. You got Keaton Slovis. I already talked about him. Yep. he is the USC quarterback. Right, he was a phenom his freshman and sophomore years. Uh, his junior year, he got banged up a little bit, but he is transferring. He's just he just seems like a prototype. Harson quarterback at this point in time, I'll I'll be more shocked uh, if not if he's not Auburn starting quarterback next year. Um, Tay Woody, four star offensive slash defensive lineman, he's like interior. He could be an interior on both sides, mm-hmm. uh, interior D line or O line. Um, I think he was also committed to Florida State for a long time. He's from not far away from Auburn. I think we got a good chance to push for him. Um, I think they're maybe ch- possibly checking on some academics. That's maybe why he held off a little bit. Uh, Jalen Farmer, I think he'll probably be a Tiger. Um, CJ uh, DJ James, cornerback from Oregon transfer, Oregon. I think he'll be a Tiger. Uh, Jason Jones, 6'7", 340-pound defensive lineman, transfer from Oregon, played as a true freshman. Um, he's from Calera. We already talked about it. I think he'll be a Tiger. Right. Um, Eugene Asante, transfer from North Carolina linebacker. We may be looking to take a linebacker. Uh, portal guy, this could be one we do. I think Auburn should take, take. a portal linebacker. Yeah. Sure, I do too. And then you got a um, EJ Lightsley, who was a decommit from Florida linebacker. Uh, this will be a, this will be a freshman if he comes in. He'd be like just like a regular recruit. He's available. He didn't um, – he didn't sign, so maybe be looking at him. And then already talked about Jacob Copeland, the wide receiver uh, in the portal from Florida. And there could be some other portal guys uh, popping up soon, possibly at wide receiver. So, you know, it'll be, it's going to be it's a different. If you like recruiting, it's kind of a different aspect. It's sort mm-hmm. it's 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 actually very entertaining. So there's still don't get caught up on the tw- the twelfth thirteenth ranking. There, this is we're going to add to it. So. Uh, be just be on the lookout. Um, dead period lasts until like early January, and, and, and then- you, you can win recruiting twelfth or thirteenth. I mean, Auburn got dang close multiple times under Gus. The yeah. thing is, 
you've got to be balanced at all of your positions, and then when lightning strikes, you're able to be in a situation where talent can compete. The right. issue is can you, you can't be 12th or 13th and just not have one position. And that's kind right, of right, right. what Auburn's been doing for the past decade is it, like you can't win offensive linemen. So, like, I think this class is good enough to compete. It's just you need offensive line. Can you finish it off and, and, and fill your needs? Yes, yeah. I'm with you. I'm right. with you 100%. Not going to have the transfer think, portal. I mean, there, there are dudes out there, but can Auburn go and gonna, get them? That's, that's the right. big question. Because they can well, sell starting see. time or playing time and, you know, starting roles, but a lot of people can. So what's going to set what's going to set Auburn apart? Charlie Five, what's going on these days with the dad bod golf pod? How can people listen? How can people support you? All that good stuff. Yeah, dude, Monday through Friday, we're talking about golf. So if you want to talk about uh, – Tiger Woods is playing golf this weekend, guys. So playing oh, a yeah? scramble with his – yeah, playing a scramble with his son. Uh, it's going to be appointment television. So – we talk a little bit about it on yesterday yesterday's episode, so uh, we talk try to talk about Tiger a lot. So uh, Dad by Golf Pod Monday through Friday, right. have a lot of fun. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. Uh, mix it up on the message boards, AuburnLive.com, the corner message board, Auburn two four seven Sports uh, body get aboard, and we have been having a blast in the Locked On Auburn Discord. Uh, check Zach's it's been wild. link several times. Zach's posted the link several times. So we're just, we're having a blast. Yeah, be sure to check that out. Um, I'll put the the link to the Discord in the episode description down below. Hey, enjoy your weekend. Watch some Auburn basketball, and we'll be back Monday to recap the weekend right here on Locked On Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.